On the spins of the Pez, going out at the cons, Renaissance Fest, watch animate chicks with inflatable breasts. You might be a Trekkie, eh, sit back and watch as the Uber geek goes and kicks it up a notch. Turn to the letter F in your dictionary and add this word to your vocabulary. Take a look, cause I'm the real McCoy. Damn it, Jim, I'm not a doctor, I'm just the definition of a fanboy, baby. Listen up, fanboys! This is the Fanboy Planet Podcast. And here's your host. Don't talk yet. The sexy Derek McCall. Sounds like you're on a date. Don't talk yet. Uh, no, I'm, I, I'm much nicer than I, women I, I do. I think we may have to retake that just because of the comments you and I made. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, I'm not blaming you. I'm not blaming you. No, it's I'm, fine. I, it's fine. Let's just go. Okay, Let's just well, go. This is, uh, this is Derek McCaw, editor-in-chief of FanboyPlanet.com, hoping Rick can find an old introduction that still works. <laughs> it's <laughs> fine. We're going to go with that one. You're freshly saying. back. Uh, in the South Bay Area, I I am. I was down From the in Los Southern Angeles. California. Yes. Are you darker? Are you tanner? No. I, do I look? Do I look darker? Maybe you're you're driving. You're freckled. On I, one yeah, side. yeah. I, I think I don't feel like I spent that much extra time out in the sun. But at any rate, did Way you to use go. the sunblock? Uh, we are podcasting. I don't what I do not know of this sunblock you speak of. Mm. Uh, we are podcasting from Elusive Comics and Games two seven two five El Cumin Real Suite one hundred four in Santa Clara, California. And to my right is my announcer. Hey, guys. This is Lon. Always wear your sunblock, Lopez. Absolutely. And uh, though we have, an, we have an empty microphone right across from me, hoping for a guest to show up later. Uh, someone claimed that they would. Who? And, Who's that? Uh, it's I, a surprise. Oh. surprise. It's always a surprise. Ooh. It's someone you know. Mystery guest. Yeah, but it's someone you know. And Kitty Corner from me is more of a compass. Kitty. We uh, had this discussion. Catty you corner. You say Caddy. I said Kitty. I actually say Caddy Corner. Kitty. I'm over here. Yeah. Diagonally. Diagonally across from me. Rick, always ready with an apology. Brett Snyder. Huh. Yeah. Okay. okay. I'm well, sorry. Interesting. No, that's good. <laughs> you have to say that a lot, don't you? <laughs> it's too late to apologize. No. No, it's too late for goodbyes. Uh, so, uh, anyway, we've got some comics news, some movie news, some TV news. And the first thing I was going to talk about in the comics news ties in with Fanny, Fanny Mail from a Fandroid. Ooh. Yes. By which, the Fandroid. By the Fandroid. I'm going to have to go with it right now. Bill Bossert does seem to be the only person writing in. And I don't have it by quote, but I want consistently. consistently but and I, do, I know there are people out there, and you know I've spoken to you, who have said that they listen, and I say, please write, right. and we will read it's it. It's a big commitment, though. It I is get a big it. commitment. And here, and here I'm just going to paraphrase Bill Bossert. And why I want to name check him is that he was the first to let me know this morning uh, to one of the responses to probably the biggest news to hit the United States this week. The United States? Oh, absolutely. This week, okay. Yeah, this, week. this week, this week, because uh, well, yes. is he writing about the debt ceiling being raised? Oh no, no, no! You'd think that would be the most important thing, wouldn't you? Oh, okay. No, no. Was he writing about Britney Spears's new album? Oh, that might have been almost as important. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that's how the news reports it. So right, I mean, and what yeah. the news reported this week as well was that on Tuesday morning, Marvel leaked to USA Today the identity of the new Ultimate Spider-Man. Wait, how do they know? 
because Marvel leaked it to them. Oh, and because that's the, a horrible secret identity. And because the identity uh, is revealed today in the Ultimate Fallout number four. The oh last wait, is it. that on the stands today? I believe so. It might is be it sold, sold out? out here. It uh, is on the stands today. I got my issue. Okay, somewhere over there. But Damn anyway, it. I wanted to get one. So the new and oh, there it is approaching us. Oh, oh there we go. It's a poly bag. Uh, approaching yeah. us, wearing the face of the old oh, Spider-Man. Is uh, our guest tonight. sound like he's Hannibal Lecter? He, well, he is. He's wearing the face. That is a fantastic T-shirt. I Nathan. love that shirt. Where did you get that shirt? I got this shirt from Mighty Fine Tees. Okay, it's either we love fine.com or Mighty Fine.com or at any point, like this that. is making great radio. Not describing the shirts, just making it. Seem, it looks it like is. the statue you bought, doesn't it? Very much. So. Did you buy that wood? That it's essentially Peter Parker's head on a red T-shirt, and it's essentially he's having his spider sense tingle. It's but just a little stylized. I'm liking it. Oh, yeah. I'm really liking it. So but as you sat down right at the right face. moment to say um, that uh, to talk about the new Ultimate Spider-Man, Miles Morales. Yes. Is it he's Miles? Miles? Miles. He's half black, half Hispanic, a teenager, and already. The racists are going wild. Oh, but no, it's even better than that. Uh, first of all, yes, I am horrified to discover, well, racism is alive and well in I, the United I don't States, want to be racist. Even I don't want Peter to be improper. Is there a difference between saying Hispanic or Latino? And if so, is what just, is the uh, You know what? Let me chime in on I, that. I was going to Because you. Lon Lopez is 132nd Cherokee. Go ahead. Um, I believe our preferred term for... Uh, I, did they say where exactly he's from? No, and the media, Marvel, all the all the different Latino is if you're Mexican or see that's uh, what I thought. You know, South America, uh, Central all, America, all you know, that Latin I am. America, Hispanic. From what I've understood, is from Spain, and you know, having that kind of. Well, I don't background. think he's from Spain, but I think the press release from Marvel has referred to him as Puerto Rican, Hispanic, Hispanic. Oh, okay. and so that's why I'm I'm going with that. That is the description as given. Um, but then, uh, someone in like an interview yesterday made something about well, let's hope that now that you have uh, a minority uh, taking over as Spider-Man, of course, most of the mainstream media has no understanding what the Ultimate Universe is. Right, right. So then it blows up that um, Spider-Man Parker black is now. Spider-Man's black now. But then someone said, well, now the next thing we can hope for is maybe they'll come up with a major gay superhero. As opposed to the ones that we already have. Which then got conflated down to a headline. It started apparently in the London Daily Mail, but Bill Bossert sent an an email to uh, a link to um, gayagenda.com that Uh was retweeting this. That uh, is basically that that Spider-Man is now half black, half Hispanic. And he could become gay in the future. <laughs> so, oh boy! So not only are the racists out, but the homophobes have come out. It's been fantastic, and they're fabulous. Uh, so, you know what though? <coughs> a hero is a hero. But yeah. and I would say, um, you know, the interesting thing is, uh, over the weekend, uh, I was having a conversation about, uh, and which has now become a matter of public record that the guy Larry of Larry's Comics in, I think, it's New Hampshire. New England, uh, New England, yeah. New England, somewhere in New England, uh, had been tweeting all these racist jokes about th- assuming that the new Ultimate Spider-Man was going was going to be black because and one of the things is it is tying into in some ways 
Marvel going, now there is a Spider-Man Donald Glover could, could, play. could play. Right. You know, um, and that's not really to say that's really, they've even said that it's kind of like as half joking, but, you know, it's like saying, which the point is, Spider-Man could be anybody. Um, but this guy was tweeting racist jokes, and everybody's kind of saying, like, okay, you may live in a very um, sheltered community. This is not appropriate because it's out there to a lot of your customers, and people are not going to walk into your store because of what a bigot you are. Now, there's probably some clan guys that are, like, ready to go, and, and yeah, I'm going to support this guy. But Clan guys can't read. Come that on. that was very um, – that was still very limited. That was one guy. But on USA Today, as exactly Got as – Got any books that uh, burn real good? As Nate was saying uh, – that uh, you know the USA Today message boards just lighten up with the what now they've got our Spider Man and blah, blah, and all these same racist jokes are getting repeated and and as uh, one critic pointed out um, and these are the things that have not actually been deleted by the forum <laughs> you know wow. <laughs> so if like wow if if these horrible things are being kept it's like what did they delete I mean yeah. and how horrible is this so. Um, I don't know. I just feel like because I, I responded to Bill this morning and said like he's not going to be gay someday, and even if he was, big deal. We we'll just wait for it to happen. And really, as we point out, there are far more important things in this country going on, going to hell. Hey, you know what? Stanley made Peter and Mary Jane, not Peter and Larry Jane. Okay, so <laughs> there you go. Uh, Stanley didn't make Mary Jane at all. I mean, when she was there, it's a character. You know what Peter I mean? Shut up. <laughs> Peter and Gwen, just, not just, Peter and Glenn. <laughs> we got to make those T-shirts. No. <laughs> no, we don't. No, we don't. <laughs> because you know what? You can't. You can't, you can't like when you say, when you sell them. Say you can't. Do, the do you have a sense of irony? All right, all right. <laughs> do you get the joke? Yeah. Very well. Then you may have this T-shirt. <laughs> right. We'll only wear them ourselves. It's not <laughs> very <enough>. subtle. <laughs> No, on the back we'll have a big paragraph that goes, in case you didn't realize, <laughs> the joke behind this is that it's exactly. very, very small print. Yeah. No one will get it. No one. No one will okay, get it. Okay, so anyway. Peter uh, and Glenn. So that's like the biggest news in comics right now, and it's just... In related news, I don't think we talked about this, Stormwatch is coming back into the DC universe. It was with Apollo and Midnighter. Apollo and Midnighter, and they did confirm that they are both still gay. Well, they should be. <laughs> They're <laughs> a happily married Well, couple. you never know. Oh, they got and, married finally? Generalissimo Francisco <laughs> Franco Franco was still There could be a dead. whole movement to change them up. The D.O. But well, here's the thing, though. I'm going to get back to that. Like, I don't know if you guys covered the... You, you, we'll Go get ahead. there. I'm just saying, though, haven't we already had a black Spider-Man? Uh, I feel like okay. what? No, the he black, black, the black costume. costume. Oh, oh right. Oh, I see. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Well, it does bring up, and we'll just flip side over to no. The, but before we go, move past that. It's like we can't move past that. There's too no. We just can't. There's just it's. it's well, no, 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 no. I'm not saying we're gonna too, solve it or anything. Too but dark saying, a stain on our on our nation's it's conscience like right now. He's the first one's dead. Right. So which is the thing, what's the big deal that, that it, a new a person can just get right. powers? Because people, and, because people haven't. Because what the mainstream doesn't get and the average person isn't getting that it's the ultimate Spider-Man. It's not the, regu- it, right. the regular. Right. But it's not but, like you know, it's not amazing Spider-Man. It's not New amazing Spider-Man. Spider-Man. And no not. one makes that differentiation except the except it's just four a, of it's us just sitting a, at this table <laughs> right now. Yeah. But it, that's the whole We're thing. We're so it's, alone. It's just another story. And it's like, what's the big deal? And people keep falling for it. Well, I mean, we, it's like, we, you're right. It's not just another story. And I would bet in a year, Peter Parker will be found having been placed in some kind of stasis. I don't think so. You don't think it's so? the ultimate universe, Derek. Okay. Oh, and I should say Glenn Beck weighed in this morning. They showed him in Valhalla. 
Did they? Yeah. They, in one Did they the, really? Yeah. That's awesome. They, uh, Thor Thor had this little dream sequence when he's sitting in in the um, I'm going to have the church just for that. And he's ta- he's thinking through how heroes go to Valhalla, and so they have this great panel where where Peter is in the Spider-Man costume with his hood down, his uh, cowl down. With a glass, with a mug of mead, and he's sitting there with Wolverine. He is not old enough to drink mead. <laughs> he is in that Valhalla <laughs> okay. with Wolverine and all the other characters. People should be more killed. outraged about that. Ja- Janet Van Dyne, <laughs> Dyne yes. is there, and yeah. Well, maybe they are opening the door for Thor to bring everybody back. Uh, See, ha ha ha. I should say Glenn Beck weighed in this morning, and Wait, I just saw Glenn? that. Oh my Glenn God! Be- oh, I want to hear great. this. I guess I believe everything he says. Claiming that Michelle Obama. Called Marvel and insisted that they make <laughs> Spider-Man black. Does that get? He oh has Lord. his medicine changed every day, doesn't he? I'm. I. I just don't even know how to respond to that kind of. So Bendis and uh, <laughs> Bendis re- replied. Steve Wacker replied, uh, and I can't remember who else the other one I, I saw, but it was all just like uh, again. And that's where the joke came in. Is that it's just so Donald Glover can pay, play him. Get over it, uh, you know. But but Bendis is just laughing. Yeah, in his tweets, just saying, I, if can I was, you believe that? If like, I was at Marvel, you know what I'd do? In next month's issues, I'd list Michelle Obama as an assistant editor <laughs> in every book in the, that they publish. It's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. It is ridiculous, but it brings up now. So at Comic Con, you were at many of the. DC panels. DC panels yeah. uh, I know that I ran into Nate at the last, at the very last DC panel, um, and there's been a lot of fallout this week as a result of that. The questioner, the questioner, the girl dressed <laughs> as Stephanie Brown. Yeah, the spoiler. Actually, Stephanie Brown. Actually, yeah, I, I was the, in the airport. The, the new Batgirl, the, the most recent Batgirl, who is now going to be not excised from continuity, but she will no longer have been Batgirl. Oh, the spoiler. Well, yeah, yeah, the spoiler. Oh, okay. That's yeah, 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 Stephanie yeah. Brown, the spoiler. Uh, so this girl was dressed as her, and in every panel, every DC panel asked about diversity and why weren't yes. there more uh, women creators. What are you going to do to hire more women writers? We'd <laughs> like them in the center of the cover of the book. So we're happy that Apollo and the Midnighter are still gay, but yes, you were saying you were at no, the airport. I was, I I was didn't at the mean airport leaving, leaving Sunday, and I was sitting there having a little bite to eat before the fl- flight. There was a pair of women sitting at a table near me talking about that and how how poorly the panel had treated her. In fact, they were right. I mean, the the, the panel had, had, had not shown her any respect. The panelists. Well, you mean, which, which panel? It was the one where she... Because she went to all of them. Where they made the joke about... Um, <laughs> because by the last one, I didn't even know what was going on, but I immediately knew from the way Dan DiDio just collapsed yeah. that he was so tired of her. Yes. Yeah, I was well, at the first the one and the last one. I was, at the, I was at the first one, and then I was at the second and third. Okay. And the... Second one, I think they were they they were already fed up with her, mm-hmm. but they weren't. Did she asked the same question. Yes. She asked exactly she the same asked questions. Exactly the same every time. What are you going to do to get more women writers? What are you right. doing to hire more women writers? And the answer at the first one, it Dio wasn't necessarily said, women writers, but it was it was. Well, just it started more off women writers was her question. Then another lady asked about women characters because at the first one, Grant Morrison spoke up and said, "Who in here wants to write?" superhero comics for DC. What women in here want to write superhero comics for DC? And like six people raised their hands. And he said, okay, submit something. And they kind of finally shuffled her off to the back of the line because mm-hmm. she was standing there saying, hey, you know, thanks for brushing me off, but somebody answered my question. I think what was notorious about her was she always started off by saying, I don't want to sound argumentative, <laughs> but <laughs> it was like... And she wore the same costume every, every day. Every time, yeah. 
That must so, have stank. She had, she had a point, but the problem was the crowd was there to a- ask a bunch of different questions, and, and it was the only place they could be there and hear the answers to those questions. And most of the people in the crowd had already heard her ask these questions and heard the answers. Well, it is knew. one of these things I, I kind of I, I, that we knew that there are things they haven't announced, like Nicholas Scott. It was drawing a book that just wasn't on the yeah. on the the schedule yet, and that there's a whole bunch of things already in advance and. Then there, uh, Colleen Duran. Uh, I don't think she's even bothered asking because she's busy doing it. Well, she's doing a th- book for Vertigo, uh, uh, Gone to America, which Derek McCulloch mm-hmm. uh, has written. So, you know, they're not counting that. That it's not. And and really, is that if you really like a female creator, if you like any creator, is the apex of the career the reason you like those creators? Is it is then the goal that. Whatever they're doing, they ought to be doing DC superhero comics. Actually, when Would I got into the conversation with, comics? with these women at the airport, and the the point that was made was, when you think about women writers, they are usually class A writers, right? The well, ones that the ones Gail Simone is awesome. Uh, Gail I mean, Simone is, is which a, is right now the one that is writing a and, writing a book for but there several books for DC. There aren't any lesser, Darwin Cook lesser still writers. writing or no? Darwin Cook is a man. I'm sorry, who's the one I'm thinking? Uh, Devin Grayson. Devin Grayson. Grayson. Right. But he goes towards uh, the old axiom where you have to work <laughs> twice as hard in a man's world. And Darwin Cook, and another person we can never get on the podcast. Yeah. Thanks, Alon. Okay, Sorry, good. Baby. That was my attempt at, 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 at fighting the feminine side here. Okay. <laughs> no, you know. I'm not a woman. No, we're not. No. Uh, uh, isn't like the head of DC, though, female? Yeah, they do yeah, have Diane some, Nelson, uh, the head of DC Entertainment. Yeah, and that's the thing is, no, too, and a lot of women editors. Yep. You know what's counting that? And then apparently, when the statistics got compared, uh, so I read an article today saying that when the first thing they said it was like twelve percent was female creators, and then when you went to the new fifty-two, it went down to being just one percent. It's because when they redid the stats, they did not include the first time around. They were including colorists, letterers, uh, editors. They were including the entire Vertigo line. Um, what else would you consider DC uh, besides DC? Um, uh, and anyway, well, the first time it included, it was line-wide, including editors and everything. And then when they went to the New 52, yes, they counted up just the New 52. Mm-hmm. And it went down to 1%. So, you know what? It'll work itself out. Well, agreed. It, you know, they're, say, they're, they're saying this week is, well, yes, we're looking at it. But all they've really done is just been forced into announcing some of the projects they already had. In hand, that were including some very top notch. I mean, Nicholas Scott is a fantastic artist. If Colleen Duran was involved, who's the one that uh, <coughs> behind me that, that did the Amanda pro? Amanda Connor. Amanda Connor. Amanda Connor's been working on a huge miniseries for DC. But she can't be part of the new 52. She can't be one of those creators. It's like, you know, the, the steps were in place. And yet nobody's turning over to Marvel and saying, well, what's the Marvel thing? What's the Marvel stats on this? What are the image stats on this? Right. Why you know I I don't know. I just want well, good comics. Well, they have Branwyn Bigglesworth. Really? Uh, I don't know. Um, but I do know that if Gail Simone <laughs> writes a book, I'll buy it. You know, it's exactly the same. They're top-notch writers, and yeah. it comes down to good good quality comics. And like Colleen Duran, if Colleen Duran doesn't want to do a DC book, but Colleen Duran wants to do something, well, like I said, she's doing Gone to America, I'm going to pick that up because I, I think Colleen Duran's, Duran's awesome. And there's probably somebody out there I don't know yet who is, but... Um, the other thing about saying it's disingenuous of even Grant Morrison to say six women want to write a story for DC and submit something. Even men, you can't just submit something. Exactly. Right. But that's that's the thing. Are there that many 
female superhero comic book writers out there that don't have a job right now that are trying to get a job at DC? No one's asking that question either. Exactly. Yeah. What are they supposed to do? Just walk out and say, hey, do you write superhero comics? Come have a job. And you need to have some background, too. You don't just walk right up and go, I'm a writer, hire me, right? you got to have some... Well, you have to... You have to, you have to s- unless you're it. Dan DiDio and can hire yourself. Actually, one of the th- <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, three failed series again, and again, counting. Very few women are going to get to be Dan DiDio. That's true. And, and I thank God for Dan that. Oh, shush. Oh, okay. Yes. Maybe we should move on. We should. <laughs> Harumph. Uh, <laughs> also, last week, uh, the oh, heirs. Charles Nelson Riley. Oh, <laughs> the heirs to uh, Jack Kirby lost. Their lawsuit against Marvel Comics. Good for them. Trying to claim the uh, co ownership uh, or uh, majority ownership of the characters that is believed that that they're claiming that uh, Jack Kirby co created. The interesting thing about that, of course, is the lawyer for that case is the same lawyer who's with the Siegel and Schuster estate on the Superman rights. So that guy loves his comic book money. Oh, he does. He does. But I, I, you know, Nate had the voice of cynicism, so go ahead. Speak the voice of cynicism on uh, on that case. Do you no, believe that they know. had a case? No, I have no idea. I don't know what the background of the case is. I mean, I'm just saying. It's basically, was Jack Kirby, would he create those characters as a work under a work-for-hire contract? No one can prove, did they co-create? How much did Stan Lee do? How much did Jack Kirby do? Um, because both of their memories are specious about it. I can't um, wait till we invent time machines. Really? Because then we could really go back and find out. First thing you should do is come back here, pick yourself up, and then go, oh, you didn't show up? (sighs) He totally lost It just means you're not going to live long enough to see it. I I still don't know what that means. Because there's no future lawn walking into this comic shop right now to pick you up and take you back. Maybe it's my son from the future. I fear we we've already established. Well, then why we, wouldn't he we, pick you up? We want your genetic line to stop. <laughs> what? <laughs> we would like to close this particular inlet of the gene pool. It's <laughs> not gonna happen, <laughs> right, uh, ladies? No. Oh my god. Uh, so, um, and um, uh, <laughs> how many week, female listeners do you have? Uh, we had two. one. And three, stop three? listening. Maybe, yeah. We'll find out by the number of emails we get about our. <laughs> Woo! That's a right. controversy. Comments. Absolutely, absolutely. We didn't make any anti-feminist. No, comments. I, I did not one. make any oh, because okay. <laughs> you just made one. I hate you. I was going to say so uh, this week, and it's funny because this uh, it was actually mentioned to me last week uh, that. Bonomo Turkish Taffy, were you familiar with his candy? And it has to do with comics. No, I'm not. No. So Wait, apparently isn't he the guy in U2? No. Oh, no, that's okay. Bono. Oh, okay. But, but Bonomo Turkish Taffy is probably more entertaining to listen to than oh, Bono recently. Snap. Oh, snap. Turn off the dark. Yeah. Uh, but apparently it used to advertise in comics like in the 60s and 70s and was kind of, and it may have been an East Coast candy because that, that was the thing of the, disc- the discussion I was having was like some products just. The, the Did you Rockies? Read comics that had the ads for Palisades Park. I wanted to go there so to, badly. Yes. Um, and so, apparently they had a big Superman there. They didn't really. <laughs> I know that for sure, is that it was a big lie, but that's exactly why I wanted to go. Yeah. And may I say, driving down the five. Uh, uh, why did you call it the five, Derek? Because I've been in LA for a while. Uh, I, uh, I yeah. call it the five. It's okay. just five. No, it's the five. Driving down the five. Uh, and passing Magic Mountain at night on my way down to uh-huh. Comic Con, the Green Lantern. Uh, oh, really? 
roller coaster. It is awesome seeing the Green Lantern oh, symbol yeah. glowing in the dark. Very nice. From the freeway. It was just... Uh, Could have gone to stop. the uh, greatest chevron on the planet if you would have gotten off at uh, Magic Mountain Parkway. Why? What's the greatest they chevron? They have about 500 different Slurpee flavors there. Oh, yeah. Wow. Only be a slushy. It's also... Uh, for an icy. For the longest time, that was the only place I was able to go to an In-N-Out burger, too. Yeah. Right there. Oh, there we go. <laughs> There's so back also to the Bonomo, back to the Bonomo Turkish taffy. However, they're going to be out. That sounds dirty. They're reviving. No, it's because of the Turkish. That's what's bothering Yeah, me. yeah. But that's what it's called. I think <laughs> like Turkish prison and Turkish bath. I, and I don't know why. Keep flashing because back, apparently, huh? just think of candy, hard candy that you crack, and they have a symbol involved, a slogan involving. Let's hear it. Whack it and crack it. And oh, I'm, not sure. oh, I'm not sure how it goes. Dirty. I'm misquoting it. I know I didn't want to do it to you, uh, but uh, anyway. Um, they're going to be ev- they're reviving the brand. They're putting it in comics, and why it's of import to us? Just is putting chunks of candy. No, no, no. Inside they're, their they're, adverti- they're advertising comics, but oh, they're okay. trying to get back into comics shops. And I believe that Comics Pro may have had something to do with this, like talking to them about getting it into re- retailers in the shops. And here's why: because twenty five cents out of er- of every uh, Bonomo that gets sold in a comic shop is going to go to the Hero Initiative. Wait a minute, how much are these candies going to cost? I'm assuming four dollars. We're going to get one piece of hard candy for more than a quarter? Uh, well, they're like bars. They're like candy bars. And considering oh. that, Is it like a Toblerone? And considering the candy so bars are at least a buck right now. It. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you know, right. you've seen that. Makes Candy's sense. shot up, you know, so yeah. they're, they're promising. If it's, hard, if it's hard taffy, you could break it. They're promising, at least in their launch, that a huge chunk of it's going to go. No pun intended. <laughs> chunk. A literal after you whack it and crack it. It's going to go to the Hero Initiative, which takes care of those creators who are pro- probably not not too active I'll anymore. I'll buy that candy. Yeah. And I'll give just it away. I'd buy it just candy. for the candy. Right, but then you actually do something good? I don't care. Okay. I'm just hungry. You don't care. All mm. right. All give right. me the candy. So I like any, candy, Anybody too. excited about any new comics this week? Anything? The chocolate one. No. Oh, not sorry. We, we, we moved past candy. I'm back sorry. I'm still on Flashpoint. Flashpoint 4 came out. Yeah. I read, yeah. It. I read it on the on the deucer. <laughs> okay. You're welcome. <laughs> so Flashpoint number four came out. That's right. What was your opinion, Nate? I don't uh, care where you read it. It was good times. It yeah. always is. Flashpoint. Are you enjoying the Flashpoint? I'm enjoying Flashpoint. The Flashpoint. I didn't even read it, and I hated it. Well, that's because we know <laughs> that, that that's that's the best way to get you to hate something, not let you read it, mm-hmm. or even make you read it. Just nah. yeah, yeah. I think I'm just, I was I was over it like issues two and a half. Did you read it, Rick? I have not read it yet. No. I'll it will go to I the did, top I of my read, read tonight. It. Uh, I I was okay with it. I still feel like this just impending sense of doom mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. because as, I, as witnessed on the last page. I, I, and I felt rather. I, I felt a little sad because along with Flashpoint was like uh, J. Michael Straczynski's last issue of Superman, which almost had like this Alan Moore, whatever happened, the Man of Tomorrow right, feel to it. Well, mm-hmm. I haven't read that yet, but is it really? JMS's last issue because let's be honest he stopped writing it. Well, Chris Robertson was working. Ago. Yeah, Chris Robertson was working off of his outline, and regardless, it still had that feeling of I'm not actually enjoying feeling this <laughs> saying goodbye to my version of the heroes that is coming. So I'm starting to feel like the cranky old man, and I didn't feel that way in 1984 when um, they were ready yeah, for but John. You Burns. didn't have the internet in 1984 telling you, hey, this is what's going to happen. Oh, that's true. true. That's true. No, I knew Man of Steel was coming because I had he- uh, Amazing Heroes magazine. Right, but you didn't know that, you know, you didn't have a 
10-page preview and you didn't have everybody telling you, oh, this is going to happen, this is going to happen. You did have happen. comic shop news, though, probably. That's right. I that didn't too. read amazing Printed on one piece of plain white paper. Mm-hmm. Newsprint. Those were the days. Some other books that came out this week, um, there's something called The Infinite, Robert Kirkman uh, and, and, and Rob, Rob Liefeld. Yeah, that very came out there? About that. It, looked, right there. it looked like real old, old, style, old school Liefeld uh, image superhero Giant stuff. Giant guns. I put it right back on pouches. the shelf. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I bought it just because Kirkman wrote it, and I'm giving it an issue, <laughs> and I'm trying to look past the uh, artwork. Six pages. And did you read it yet? No. I, oh, okay. The only thing I read today was Flashpoint. Um, okay, another I, book I, that came out this week, I read the first issue just recently. It came out a couple weeks ago, but um, Elric, the new mm-hmm. uh, Michael Moore which is uh, actually it's following on to all the other. I read all that stuff when I was in, my, in uh, mm-hmm. school. And it looks like one of the better uh, follow-ons to that series. The art looks really good on it. Ooh, it looks it, like there's is a the new interior z- as good as the cover. Uh, yeah, yeah. There also looks like there's a new Zorro book out today. Hmm. Big ups to my people. Oh, Zorro rides again from Dynamite after yeah. the Lone Ranger and, and the death of Zorro. What? So, yeah, I know. Wait sorry. a minute. They replaced Zorro with a white guy? <laughs> they did. Controversy. And he's gay. Well, the gay thing's already been done, yeah. hasn't it? Yeah, yeah that's, that's pretty much. And then I see Nate has uh, Daredevil number one, the Mark Wade, and uh, I can't remember what the artist would, name is. Would Marvel be Martin, brave enough would to Mar- start them all over from number one? No, would Marvel be brave enough to make Back a white, Paolo Rivera. Yeah. A white yeah. Black Panther? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Do I, if, could, I, could I read this one, Nate, and not have to read all the mess that's been going I on for the last no few years? I, uh, I picked this up in L.A., Yeah. And yeah. I actually wrote a review on Fanboy Planet, the website that is attached to this podcast. And Did that uh, post today or uh, last week. Oh, it's all right. It. Yeah. The Carcast. Uh, no, before they, no, I actually wrote an article. Oh, an article. Uh, yes. Talking about uh, yeah. And and? Uh, and I would agree. I really enjoyed it. Uh, you did not. I I know that things have been crappy for Daredevil because I have the internet telling me yeah. what's been happening. And this is the approach that at this point. Matt Murdock's life has gone so crazy, he has to just live in the moment and be essentially a little crazy. Okay. Because otherwise, things are just going to catch up and he's going to be too depressed. So. Hey, you know what? We're never going to survive unless we get a little crazy. crazy. Yeah, so uh, that's the take on it. And it's fun. It's really well done. I like the uh, the way uh, the Rivera's, because his uh, penciler and inker both. Uh, yeah, and what's color. funny is I thought it was Marcos Martin, and it turns out Marcos Martin did the very first page, but nothing else. Yes, um, <laughs> but I like the way they do the way radar sense. And, uh, and is that out today the on the stands? It, it, was on, was, uh, it was on stand two weeks ago. Uh, yeah, two okay. weeks ago during Comic-Con, and yeah. I missed it. But mm. David J. Fowley out of Chicago, who sometimes reviews movies for us, texted me on Wednesday and said, DD number one's the best uh, comic book I've read in months. So I was like, yeah, okay, well, I'm in. The, I'm in the one place where you can't actually get new comics. <laughs> is it sold out here? Comic Con. <laughs> Not true. No, this is from here. I'm about to buy. Oh, okay. It. So it's, it's funny. It's got a little bit of a Miller influence to it, but it's mm-hmm. uh, maybe I will give it a shot. Yeah. You should, if they have any left. They do. There's a stack of them. Okay, good. Yeah. It's a uh, it's a really good. Oh, number good one. to and, hear, and, my uh, good man. And I I will continue. I you know Daredevil's always been a character to me that I've got him on my freaking arm. Okay, Derek. I know, so and I still like him. Uh, when the creators are good, uh, then you know, like I certainly read all the Mendes Maleev. And Did you read the Brubaker? I read much of the Brubaker. Most of and it, then, and then stopped. And I haven't read it since. Mm-hmm. And, I've uh, been but, on. Since but I had all the Miller when I was in high school, and you know, so you were on the Miller in high school. I was on the Miller. On the oh high man, school. I'm sorry oh, to hear that. How'd you kick totally. it? I, 
Miller Lite. I, 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 read, I read Sin City and went, what? Oh. Uh, <laughs> hey, some of those were good. Yeah, uh, some. Some. Yeah. Uh, so let's uh, move to movies, shall we? Let's go to the let's movies. Let's make the move to movies. Let's go out to the movies. Yeah, let's hey, go. Yeah, we're all, okay, sta- we're we're all staring all right. at Rick awkwardly <laughs> okay. now. I was doing that in the background. You guys yeah. stopped okay. talking. Okay. Uh, so, uh, oh, here we go. Here, here's a, here's some more. Not only not only do we get uh, Miles Morales, but um, Perry White in the new Superman movie. Oh, did white. they finally cast him? Yeah, Cowboy He's Curtis. White. It's Lawrence Pee-wee Fishburne. Herman? Oh. Lawrence Fishburne is going to be Perry White, which I think is an excellent choice, but it's like nobody's made a peep. No one's going, wait a minute, they can't make our Perry White black. Uh, so wait a minute, first of all, who gives a crap about Perry White? He's usually <laughs> in like three scenes, and he goes, Kent, get out there and give me a story. And great Caesar's go. ghost. He's and don't call me he, chief. He, don't call me chief. He's got the voice of authority. I think it's a great choice. But, I mean, they hardly ever use him in the movies. Yeah, they so hardly ever use him anyway. He actually had quite yeah. a big scene in Superman too. He had he huge did. scenes in Smallville. Oh, yes, he did. So. Michael McKeon played him there. Yes. Oh, well, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Married to Annette O'Toole. I'm mm-hmm. just. I'm after Sucker Punch. I'm just really skeptical how that whole movie's going to turn out. I understand. <laughs> um, yeah, I understand. Mm. I understand. So, but I thought it was interesting to see the who cast. Did they, who did they cast as Lois? I forgot. Amy Adams. Oh, she's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And and the Mon Pa cans are great. Kevin Costner and Diane Lane. It's a uh, is it going to be another origin story, though? No, I think yeah. it's really it, it's it's no. more yeah. based yeah. on uh, oh. Birthright, uh, the Mark Wade. Uh, I don't know. I would love it if they just did the origin from All Star Superman and called it a day, right? Called it a minute. Yeah, I called it thirty seconds. <laughs> that would be awesome. And then actually told a story that was interesting and yeah. used special effects to actually show Superman in action. Against that would be great. Super villains. That would be great. Uh huh. Uh, do so, have, do you have on here the uh, pictures from the Dark Knight Rising? No, Dark Knight Rises. But uh, no, I thought it was Dark Knight Rising. No, Rises. rises? No, you keep on trying to do that. Yeah, and we oh, keep every time sorry. we keep telling you no, it's not going to go your way. Dark Knight Rises. Not this one. Dark not Knight this one. Uh, so I saw some of those photos. You want to bring those up that they Here's some set what, pics came yeah, out? Go ahead. They're mm-hmm. all during the daytime. Yeah, I'm not which liking. I was kind of like baffled at. It's like the whole point of Batman, and especially in all these movies. They've shown him during night because he's, you know, he's, I am the night. You know, that's his thing. Right. And they just show him fighting Bane in the daytime. I'm also not really digging Bane's look. the Bane costume is terrible. Now, maybe when it all happens, I'm going to be better with it, but he looks like the parasite. He looks like he looks like Vader from like WWE. Big Van Vader. Yeah, he looks like a terrible wrestler. It just looks ridiculous. I don't know. Isn't he supposed to be a terrible wrestler? (laughs) Not terrible. Well, was Bane a wrestler? No. Oh, he was. But his sure look he was. It, no, he never actually was. That was the look. He was based mask. on a luchador mask. But he. Okay. Well, that was the other when thing. When he, he break out of Santa mask. Pena. Uh, yes. He has a. a he has a. Fa- he has like a can't Hannibal Lecter style. Yeah, yeah. And, well, face gear. And, and, and it has these teeth going in like this, like the maw of the parasite. So I'm not. Mm. Nothing about it's impressive to me other than Tom Hardy is cut. You know that's, but you can't even see because he's wearing like old raggy. Yeah, cl- it's like so. I, I don't know. Trust Chris Nolan, are really but it, turning me off to this film. Are we? Yeah, I think Chris Nolan's just doing it because he signed a contract with Warner Brothers, and he's just like, "Fine, you want my sequel? Here you go." Just like that. Yeah. Where's the British accent? I no, thought I did it. Kind no, of that in was the back a, of my mouth. No, that was like Keanu Reeves doing a British accent. No, that's like this, dude. No. Yeah. No, no. I've seen too many movies where Keanu Reeves tried to do a British. Whoa. Accent. 
Um, <laughs> Jeff, uh, was, that one hurt. I'm sorry. <laughs> it hurt all of us. There was an interview with uh, Jeff Robinov uh, development at uh, Warner Brothers this week where he did... Jeff con- Robinov? Yes, Robinov. Robinov. That they are uh, confirming uh, that uh, Green Lantern 2 is still... They're still trying to move forward with that. I don't see why they wouldn't. Doesn't uh, bother me. No, it doesn't bother me at all. However, the screenplay that they have is written by the guys that wrote the first one, so they may be... Uh, Tightening that Tightening up. Tightening that up. They want to make it darker. They want to <laughs> make Green that. Lantern darker and edgier, which is always their response when it's like, well, why didn't that work? We need, to, we need this character to be darker, darker. and edgier. Without understanding, He's a lantern. He's supposed to be lit up. Without understanding that, you know what? You have this whole range of characters, only one of whom is Batman. Yeah. Well, I mean, they could make it Because they dark. said that that's the one for Superman. They want to make him darker and grittier and more relevant. He's an alien who can fly and, and, <laughs> yeah, right. and appeals well, to the best no. X-ray vision. If they were smart... They would focus. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. <laughs> right there. No, but if they were smart, they'd focus on Sinestro's turn, and you make Sinestro the darkness. You know what I mean? You make him have the you you build him up in this first movie as kind of a good guy hero. Yeah. You make the first part of the the first act of the film, Hal and Sinestro being friends and you know working together, yeah. and Sinestro having a dark turn, and then Hal having to face his partner slash friend at the end. And the, there's your that's there's a your good, movie arc. Oh my gosh, that's a very compelling but human story that I could still still be see being a fantastic special effects extravaganza. Right, and you could totally that's have, never going to happen. Yeah, <laughs> no, you're right. It's uh, I cannot I. Because I, I lost count of how many times... Where's the toy merchandising in that? I, yeah, yeah. How many times after Comic-Con I had conversations with people, knowing that, you know, being introduced by somebody, whatever, that everybody had their take on what Green Lantern should have done. Mm. And it's like... And many of the, th- of the takes were remarkably similar to the one that Troy Benson's been telling me for 15 years. Which was what? Uh, that, you know, what they should have done was Hal not knowing why he had this ring. He's had that encounter with the alien. But really, not to no, near the end, do you get this revelation that there's an entire yeah, core, even right. though you know there is, but not a visualization the of, them, of the movie. And instead spend some time with Hal Jordan trying to figure it all out. What's yeah. going on? What Kinda do like I have? Spider-Man. I didn't get the remo- the instruction manual with the yes. ring. Oh, shush. <laughs> <laughs> Another lost opportunity. Shut up! Uh, <laughs> so... But then who's going to train him, though? Who was that? That was me. Okay. Who's going to train him that a son's gravitational pull is stronger than... (laughs) Than... We're going to teach you three things. How to create constructs, how how to to fly, and just for the hell of it, it. the sun has this weird (laughs) gravitational pull. If you fly too close, you get a sun in there. (laughs) You'll probably won't need this, but we'll teach you Just in case. Um, Then at the end, he goes... I got it. Actually, I saw a thing on Bleeding Cool today, which was true, true that the, the the movie violates Chekhov's law. Chekhov's, Chekhov's Star law? Trek? Uh, no, Chekhov is an Anton Chekhov, a basic rule of drama, that if you have a gun in the first <laughs> act, you better they fire it by the end. things in our heads. And that, and that is the power battery issue, which I hadn't even thought of. He never they, recharges his Yeah, they make ring. a big deal about how you have to recharge your ring and then never do it. It never becomes an issue that he's going to run out of power. It's never – so it's like a really basic – Tenet of drama and a big part of the book. book. Hey, your ring is at 20%, jackass. (laughs) So maybe that'll be in the deleted scenes, which they're filming right now to say, no, you don't. It's like Highlander 2. You didn't see the movie you thought you saw. This is what was really going on. Right. I'd like to see that. Those skateboards, they don't exist. Anyway, but he also said that they're, uh, Jeff Robinom said that they have a Flash screenplay they are fairly ruining right now. They're ruining right now. (laughs) They're just. (laughs) 
Yeah. Oh my gosh. So uh, and <laughs> good to see you, Nate. And they're still planning to see a Justice League. Um, and. <laughs> And then that's it. Um, I say by the time this goes live, perhaps, I did see Rise of the Planet of the Apes yesterday. Oh. It was at an odd time of day, so I could not invite any of the regular crew. Uh, it was 5 p.m. in San Francisco. Oh, nice. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Interesting. So, yeah. It was actually really good. Hmm. I mean, it had some overblown things where it gave in to stereotypical stuff, but overall, I thought the arc was really good, and... Uh, Andy Serkis, who gets seventh bill- billing as the actual lead character, because he's playing an ape, uh, is really, really good. So, so, are all the other apes CG? Yes. Okay. Is every monkey in there CG? Uh, I think I think they do a couple shots at the San Francisco Zoo that uh, mm. show live apes, and then they just go to... Oh, this happens in San Francisco? Yes. Oh, I thought it was happening in, like, in New York and stuff. No, it was San Francisco. Wow. Oh, oh, it has a very Whoa. personal, um, very human arc for about the first half of the film, and as it shows what's how Caesar rises and then turns to the actual... Now, were you able genius. to look at the apes? It was, it was really good. Were you able to look at Malfoy and not think about... Uh, um, he's playing he essentially the American jerk version of himself. Yeah. So, which is weird to say. I mean, the character isn't all that different, just with a bad American accent. So, yeah. I, I, I was fine with it. What's Draco I, Malfoy? Draco Malfoy. Does he still Malfoy. have white hair? Uh, is that is blonde, blonde hair. hair. Sandy blonde now. Sandy blonde, yeah. It's a little darker. I thought for a second it was Ben Foster. And went, no, it's a, oh, it's uh, it's Tom Felton. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If, okay. I, if I had been him, I would I would have held out for a role that wasn't quite along the same lines. Yeah, as, it is pretty much along, but yeah. but not as smart as Draco. Yeah, does so, he uh, expel Yarmus? Anybody? No, no, no. That'd be great if he picked up a pencil Although and kind a, of waved it at the ape. <laughs> <laughs> he does have one of those uh, shock rods, you know. The oh, there you go. Prod, so maybe that counts. It's got a phoenix hair. It should have worked that way. Yeah. I have a question about <laughs> the film. Phoenix hair. That sounds wrong. <laughs> Do they ever try to? <laughs> hint that this has anything to do with a Tim Burton sequel or movie? I actually asked publicists afterwards. Like, there's, a, there's a reference to the Mars mission, but I can't remember if the one they use... Is it the same mission in both film, in both the Charlton Heston? No. And because they were going to Alpha, they were going to Alpha Centauri and, in, the and, first, in, the in the first, first one. So yeah. I would say if Fox is smart, if this does well, let's just pretend... That the Tim Burton one didn't happen, but that you could still take some elements and go ahead. It's been ten because the Tim Burton one you can totally just go into Planet of the Apes now. Maybe I mean the, and do it right. But the Tim Burton Mark in it, right? Yeah, the yeah, Mark in it. But the Tim Burton one though, they hinted that the reason the apes rose was because of the time loop. Yeah, it was par- all it was a paradox time loop thing that they and were, the Seamus monkey or whatever. Yeah. Inspired or whatever through thousands right, of years. Right, that's not there. Yeah. Okay, so, it's, so it must not have. So even though I, there's a reference to the Mars mission that is lost, uh, you know, that is um, the Icarus, which I think then must be the one in the Tim Burton. It's it's vague enough that you could just completely restart the series, and because hmm. if there's a connection there, it's it's given it, it. This gives a very different explanation for why the apes were able to rise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the planet also on the planet of the apes is never revealed as Earth. Not in the Tim Burton. Not one, in the no. Tim Burton right. one. When he when he escapes and goes back, yes. right? There's a yeah, which is the way that, the book is. Inexplicable twist. 
not to confuse people because the novel does not end as completely stupidly as the Tim Burton. He, he lands in uh, France. <laughs> yes, and it's just and it's just that the that the porter at the airport is an ape. There's yeah. no there's nothing beyond that. There's only one re- there's only reference to one ape in the novel at the end, and so yeah. instead of being oh the whole world's been ah. But that movie ending, come on. Right, but there are a lot of sly references in this to the original uh, Charlton Heston film. So, uh, Do they go to Kalima? No. Oh, okay. No. I don't want to give any spoilers. All right, all right. I think no. you'd enjoy it. Does that come out this weekend? It comes out this weekend. So, I might go watch uh, it. So it's actually it's, it's a fairly Today. entertaining film. Do they say, ape shall not kill ape? They imply it very awesome, strongly. Awesome, Very okay. strongly. Uh, I just like saying that sometimes when I'm wrestling with my friends. I'm ape <laughs> shall not kill ape. I feel like someone sitting at this table dodged a bullet at Comic Con. <laughs> that would be me. <laughs> well, you, can you guys be are wearing very similar shirts today. You are. What? It's cute. No, no. Mine, mine doesn't have, have a collar. Mine buttons I know. down. I said they're similar. They're I didn't blue. say they're the same. Mm. Uh, they both have the pocket. They're awkward. both navy blue. Oh, awkward. Okay. Not really. What are you wearing to the podcast, Nate? Oh. Yeah, we, we should we should coordinate because it's so visual. Um, <laughs> so so that was called Planet of the Apes Ri- Rising, right? Rise, Rise of, of the, the Planet, Planet of the Apes. Oh, okay. <laughs> it is admittedly an awkward title, and it was originally developed under the title Caesar, but then they think it's, it's called that no one would have gotten. Nobody would have Caesar. Planet of the Apes. <laughs> it's called what? Rises the Planet of the Apes. Rises the Planet of the Apes. Right. Okay. Z- Dark Thus rising. riseth the Planet of the Apes. Okay. Uh, so, and you guys talked last week about the Agent Coulson shorts uh, that are going on to we did? The yeah, we did stuff. We did. Uh, Rick okay. claims so. I mentioned it. Uh, it was the business. So in apparently, the, uh, a one minute joke. Uh, yeah, oh, a, a right, one right, minute right, right, clip right, right. has been leaked on the line. But both Captain America or Thor, let's put it this way: the Thor DVD and Captain America, because that's right. the order they'll be released, will have short films featuring Agent Coulson. Now, are these going to be like short, little quirky comedies where he's like trying to get something done, but he's like. Not getting it done, and they play the funny music. It's like bum, 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 bum. Agent yes. Coulson, Agent you know Coulson, I mean? trying like, to polish Tony Stark's armor. Yeah, I, you know, I know, I don't, I don't know. think so. Oh, okay. He think tries to throw tie, the shield. It's supposed to tie all the movies in with each other, right? I think Somehow. I think that's the theory. So you yeah. know, you'll get on video more chapters, little mini interludes hmm. that connect everything more well, strongly to him. the Avengers. So yeah, I really, I'm really looking forward to his death scene in the Avengers. So uh, uh, I don't think he's going to get a death oh, scene. Okay. In fact, he gave an interview with MTV Insider or Geek News, whatever mm-hmm. they're last week, and said that they've been kind of co- talking to him about maybe turning, creating an Agent Coulson television series for ABC. That's what they tell every actor but they're then trying that would be to get him to, to do. That would be a way to explore the much more minor characters. Well, it could work if they're going to go forward with the Jessica Jones series. Would he do that, though? Yeah, he, he would. He's going to movies. No, he came from the new adventures of old Christine. Yeah, but Believe now he's me. like Agent yeah. Coulson now. Yeah, and what else is he? And what else? Actually, he's a pretty good director. He's directed a is couple he? of films, yeah. yeah. so um, he, was, I, he was pretty... Pretty excited about being involved with the franchise and anything to do with Coulson uh, when he spoke at Cup of Joe. He he was yeah. When you're not actually very known very, very happy about and then the suddenly role. are known as something? are they going to give him a skin tight bodysuit? You'd like that. Wouldn't you? I'm just saying the real shield, shield uniform. Yeah, they should give him a real shield uniform. Are they going to introduce? Was Clay Quartermain ever introduced in the movie? I haven't seen Quartermain. No, in but um, who's Clay Quartermain? Uh, he's he was the big shield. Well, not Jasper Sitwell. Jasper who's the other Sitwell one? and Clay Quartermain would be the two shield agents that I'm uh, known. Wasn't Clay Quartermain in Godzilla? In the Godzilla book, well, that was Dum Dum Dugan. Uh, no, that was Dum Dum Dugan. No, I think Clay Qu- Agent Quartermain, Quartermain was, was in it too. Quartermain was in the Hulk a lot. 
That's mm. it. Okay. Yeah. Two green books that I read yeah. in the 70s. Uh, so, anyway, your you point you were going to make, Rick? Uh, just that uh, I forgot. Okay. Uh, should we move on to television then? Because I'm going to make a, a startling announcement that's going to say that, um, that will put Lon immediately to sleep. Warner Brothers announced today, or actually, I should say BBC announced today, uh, that there is a 26 disc. Doctor Who set coming in time for Christmas. The I'm leaving. David Tennant years. <laughs> yes, there it is. I, I knew I could put him to sleep. Two hundred dollars, one hundred ninety nine, ninety nine. Suggested retail price. Now, for oh, those of us for who a have box set, I, I think all of the David the last, Tennant doctors, the last two seasons of his uh, of his time. Maybe I just think the last season. Um, but yeah. to buy them all again. What am I getting extra? Although I actually think it's probably, if you haven't already bought them, yeah. it's cheaper to buy the box set. Maybe. These are for like the new fans that are like liking the Matt Smith stuff, and then they go like, oh, everybody's this David Tennant's goal, and they're going back for that? Or uh, that could, I think there's probably, there's probably something to that, because mm-hmm. I think that uh, the, the viewership in, um, for Doctor Who in America right now is higher than it had been, at least as far as first Well, if you're judging by Comic-Con, that, that thing was well, all also crack. the uber Doctor Who fans that need to have every piece of Doctor Who paraphernalia there is. Yes, it's true. Like Derek McCaw. Maybe. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Does I, it come with any special things? Like a, what's that, a magic I, what, a salad stir As far as I or? can tell so far, nothing. there's nothing new that hasn't already been available on the disc. I think what's the, the thing he uses? Like a the sonic screwdriver. Oh, yeah, okay. Sonic screwdriver. Got Again, it. if you were to date a woman that was into Doctor Who, you would be calling me, texting he just, me. He just going. called it a cosmic ice scraper. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't uh, sure. I think we've got a parody. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's a Marvel character creation. Oh, the okay. cosmic ice scraper. Galactus needs his visor <laughs> scraped. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay, we've got, got Galactus' maintenance team <laughs> ready to go. That's all what right. he gets all those heralds for. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Herald and mod. So Herald. other DVD things. I think this week comes out the first four episodes of Young Justice. They are parsing those out. Cartoon oh, Network. All oh, four is, episodes. Yeah, just doing the the small DVDs. Half hour yeah, show? yeah. Wow. So. Um, I'll just wait till it's on the Hub Network in 20 years. Booyah. On the Hub? Are you watching the Hub? Oh, absolutely. Kind of, when I Are have you? time. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm not sure if I get the Hub. I mean, I mean, you got to pay a little extra your, for it. Uh, that's the, I know. I, I, that's what I, I want what to watch the Hub for that. I do have Comcast. No. Is the Hub available on Comcast? You have AT&T. I, I have AT&T. Loser. Dang it. You have to get, you you have get, to the, get hub. the higher package. That's you get the Hub. It's awesome. It is awesome. I want to. One of my favorites. When's Avengers second season come out? Soon? Uh, what did they say? I don't remember the date. Okay. That'll be good. September, October. No, that's September. on Disney XD, though, right? Yeah, it's XD. Yes. Okay, I'll yes. watch that. So, uh, okay. And it looks awesome. <laughs> coming out? Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. baby. And uh, James Gunn's Super is coming to DVD next week. So, the, uh, the real, yeah. I'd watch that. That's with yeah. uh, Dwight Schrute, right? Yes. Yeah, so and Ellen Rain Page. Wilson and Alan Page. Uh, so... Yes, I'm uh, looking forward to does that. Does Dwight Schrute have superpowers? No, he does no. not. Does he have a sex scene with Ellen Page? He's yes, a real. He does. Awesome. Did she get naked? I don't remember. Awesome. Which probably says no, because <laughs> if she did, I'd remember that. Um, okay. So, uh, anyway, uh, and then uh, the question I, uh, the, uh, post-Comic-Con, just to tell me, Rick, because I was searching the web, and I, after everybody getting excited about it beforehand, Afterwards, I could not get a single report on. I know on. what you're going to ask, too. Did anybody see Lock and Key? I totally missed both of the times they showed it. 
So the answer is no. No. After you saying that I was the so one thing you definitely to wanted yes. to do. Yes. And I'm not sure what I got caught up in doing. Oh, Rick. Eating, yeah. sleeping. No. Walking. He was not was, doing that. There was something else that I was. <laughs> you know what I think it was? I I originally was going to see it instead of going to Hall H, and I went to Hall H. Should have stayed in Hall H. <laughs> yeah. He did stay in Hall H. That's the point. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't see Lock and Key. But I was kind of I was looking online, and I really couldn't see that anybody had seen it. Yeah. So I, you know, I don't know if anybody was at Comic Con, listened to this podcast, and saw the pilot, the rejected pilot for uh, Joe Hill's IDW comic series, Lock and Key. And it's one of those things. That you, I, I can't imagine it's enough that anyone's going to get a, ever get it pressed to a DVD, or they're going to get the right rights to it. Right, because it's like the Global Frequencies pilot, which people say is really awesome. But there's a Global Frequencies pilot. Yeah, there's a TV pilot. I loved the w, Global. The WB frequency. was one to do Global Frequencies. Oh man! And they they shot an hour long with that Michelle would be Forbes. A perfect show. Uh, yeah, I think I think they're talking about doing another one. Uh, about uh, trying it again. That'd be great. So, um, anyway, okay, so that was my question there. And uh, never mind that. Torchwood, everybody caught up on Torchwood? Long oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, you Captain that? Jack. Captain Jack, yes. yes. I'm so proud of you. I've been listening to the Nerdist podcast <laughs> thinks, a lot. So. He thinks oh, Captain the, Jack. The Nerdist, was, not ours. Oh, he thinks Captain Jack was played by Kurt Russell. Okay, well, that's, that's okay. Captain Ron. Okay. Come on. Captain Jack is. In uh, his Jenkins. What's his name? Barrowman. Oh, Captain Jack is Johnny Depp. Yeah, Johnny Depp, that guy. Captain Jack Sparrow, yes. No, Captain Jack Harkness. Torchwood, the very yes. American version. Yes. It's just very American. So you watched the fourth episode? Yeah, I did. And what did you think? I think the timing of talking about pharmaceuticals and the government being in collusion with everything, with big corporations, couldn't be more timely and disgusting. Yes. Um, so that's all I can say about that. Because I, I don't want it to get too political. No. But that, uh, that show is just getting it's stepping it up every week, and apparently next next like, week is when it really takes a dark like turn. Child, like the previous season, Children of Earth, this one Miracle Day is making me horrified at humanity. Yeah, because I just can't not think that that's how th- that they're planning that. That whole dead is dead thing. Oh, oh Jiminy. my God, it's it's awful. So that's why we need the arts. Yep. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, I'm, the si- I'm sincere in agreeing with you. I wish you were sincere. I'm very sincere. What are you talking about? Uh, look at you. No. Very Nate, sincere. does he look sincere? Absolutely. Uh, we need the arts. Okay. The podcast. Nobody can see him. Exactly. <laughs> so you could, or you, as you really <laughs> sold that one. Can I Absolutely. Just, can I just add randomly two things? Probably. Is we're there done anything with you've ever added? No. Uh, I was going to say... True Blood? Did you want to talk <coughs> okay, about True Okay, I'll blood? add my two things randomly afterwards. No, add them now. No, no, we'll go True Blood. Okay, go True Blood. Yep. I have not seen this week's episode, but <laughs> give us your the lawn sound effect review. Okay. I like that. We should we should give it's, you reviews. I'd add, I'd add an oh and a hmm to that. I just, it's just, get, I don't know. I'm enjoying it because I like the characters and I really enjoy the actors but I just feel like this storyline, it's just really... Like, for example, in, in the past, I made it a point to like go home at a certain time and watch True Blood. And now it's like, it's on my TiVo, and I go, uh, I can probably catch it maybe on Tuesday. Okay, can I ask you, time. honestly, a question that, that brings up? Then what show is it that you, you, you got on your TiVo and you absolutely have to go home and watch it? God, that's a good question. Um, Besides Bruce Lee Lives. There haven't been what? a lot... Of, Eastbound uh, and down. Yeah, there's really there really hasn't been a lot. I guess right now like Entourage came back, so I was pretty excited about okay. that. 
Uh, I really been digging uh, Louie. And I'm not sold on that Wilfred show yet, but I've been kind of checking the, those out. Uh-huh. Those are kind of fun. But uh, you're watching Alias, so not, uh, not a lot Alias. Of... Uh, Alphas. No, I I'm giving up on that after three episodes. Oh, okay, I'm officially yeah. done with it. Okay, interesting. Um, but True Blood, uh, the witch woman, the woman who plays that, what range she has? The, She's the, just as in the old British actress who was yes. in Harry Potter, right? Oh, yes, oh, that was her. Was it Professor McGonagall? No, no. no. Uh, Can I just say though, Harry's, uh, from aunt. the neck down, oh. she's pretty cute. Okay. Okay. You can say that. But the the she's been holding back God, all the no. time she's been playing uh, that kind of milk toast one. And yeah, this yeah. episode, whoa. She's just like Well, I mean she got possessed. That's right, why. but that's an actress. I no, mean, no, she really got possessed. She really No, okay. I'm kidding. Yeah. I'm joking. Um uh, I you know, I'm just there's so many things like we were talking about off off air. It's like I don't dig the baby storyline. I really uh, they don't, could drop the baby storyline entirely. Going. I really am not it. digging uh, the Bruja, Brujos uh, storyline with his uncle. and You didn't like when Lafayette got possessed? Not at all. No? Like, I, I thought that part was pretty cool. Yeah, that whole little side storyline, I really... I mean, it better pay off. That's all I'm going to say. Because like, I really just thought it was all unnecessary about how he's like, I haven't seen my grandfather since I was nine years right. old. But they have so much animosity between them. Like, Well, the grandfather going back to him and says, <coughs> it wasn't about him, it was about you. Oh, about Lafayette? Yeah. No, but what I'm saying is, like, they act like they've had a lifetime of animosity. And it's like, dude, if I haven't seen somebody since I was nine years old, I didn't even have a chance to to have those feelings or emotions or a range of, like, you know, disdain for somebody. It's like, dude, you know, you hardly even know a person. But he, the way he talks, oh, my grandfather is this and that. And it's like, just felt really underdeveloped, in my opinion. But, um, and then... You know, the Jason stuff is probably the most developed stuff. The Jason stuff is funny. But it's just so... It's so funny. So farcical and just so... Uh, just the, the I'm, a, I'm a sheriff and a weird panther. Yeah, and it's just... I think uh, you, have to let your, you have to let yourself go with that show. No, I, mean, I enjoy it. It's a series it. in and of itself. Right. Yeah. Sheriff, weird panther. Yeah. Like There's it. just so many things going on. And then my, I think my biggest complaint, which we talked about also off air, was that I just feel like Sookie, after all she's been through... And now there's this new thing with Eric and him being all changed and everything. Right. I just feel like she was a smarter character before that wouldn't really buy into anybody else's BS. And it just feels feels like this season she's just like she's lying to her friends now. She's uh uh you know hiding stuff from Bill. And I guess you know Bill's done his things to make well, her she question trust him. Bill yeah. anyway. But just. You know, and then just be like, oh, well, Eric, cool, right on. And then, you know, no spoilers or anything, but, you know, something happens. And okay. I just, I went, Sookie, you know better. <laughs> just like that? <laughs> you didn't go, Sookie? No, I was more like a f- concerned friend. You oh. Know? It's like, don't do it, Sookie. Okay. So. That was very sensitive. And and, I, and the, the Sam and Tommy storyline. Yeah. I I don't know. I I, the the Tommy side of it this week, I just kind of I thought, well, that was a lot of stuff they didn't really go for, other than that one kind of long joke. Um, it just didn't. I don't know, dude. I don't. Know. I'm just. I'm. I'm really not pleased with just. I mean, I'll still watch it. Yes. But I'm just really not pleased with the, how anything's really. I don't know. Going. The, I, I, for me, the, that's a that is a comedy drama. Not a drama, and I hold it to a different standard than I think you're holding it to. Ah, I, I don't know though. After the first two seasons, though, I don't know. The only man. thing I think we're totally in agreement with is like 
I would just love it if they just dropped that whole baby storyline story and the storyline, not drop the baby, drop the baby and the the two characters, and just they could leave those that out. That has no connection to anything else in the show. And I show. didn't realize everybody's related to Andy Belfler now. Did you know that? <laughs> <laughs> no, I hadn't realized. I that. hadn't noticed that the that it was that closely. Well, because they revealed like he had a cousin or something that. The lawyer. Bill, yeah, the bill was having, and, and then I guess the the Vietnam or the not Vietnam the the Gulf War vet guy who's married. No, to he, the, but he's been that's that was from the very beginning. They no, I know, but there. I just didn't. Re- I mean, they didn't really play that <coughs> up a whole lot. Well, it's a small town. They did I in guess. the first series, did uh, they? In the first season. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember, but yeah, yeah. So uh, must have been insignificant. All right, so I'm I'm afraid of your two random comments because uh, I had one more thing that was. No, go just, ahead. I'll uh, end. I'll end with them. Well, I got a. Uh, a press release uh, right before I came down here for the podcast uh, that uh, we sound so energetic that, that I'd actually seen it. last week at, at a mall that Williams Sonoma announces a, a line of Marvel products for the kitchen and the home crockery, uh, cookie cutters, pancake molds, aprons, spatulas, and iced cookies with your favorite Marvel characters. That's what happens when you get that That's Disney contract. Awesome. They, and it, there's uh, and I know I saw I saw cupcake molds as well. So Thor spatula. You could make a Thor cupcake. Thor's hammer spatula. Right. That what about just a awesome. Thor's hammer meat tenderizer? Oh, That'd be awesome. Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> no one ever does it quite that that cleverly. Only like, the word a Captain America meat. shield chips bowl or something. Oh, know? I'm yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah. Or yeah. a uh, Spider-Man web shaped ice pick. A Spider-Man. I'm confused by that. A <laughs> Spider-Man icing cake decorator. Oh, oh, you know you'd put you on the web shooters and you, <laughs> you just spray it around the edge and put some ice webbing on it. Interesting. Or like an Iron Man helmet crockpot. Ooh, oh, yeah. I would totally got to get that. That would be good. That'd be awesome. So A Mysterio's head fishbowl. <laughs> Popcorn popper. <laughs> oh, that, that could work. Yeah, that totally work. All right. Oh, all okay, right. and that's at Williams Sonoma. So uh, <laughs> we've just done your product research for you, Williams Sonoma. <laughs> Hi. No one asked us, and you should have. Okay. So, what random comments were you going to make? Two random thoughts. Oh Lord. Finally, got to sit and like actually watch this the tra- uh, this, the trailer for the Amazing Spider Man. Uh huh. Yep. And I wasn't impressed. No. I I do like Garfield as the uh, the as main guy. Yeah. Yeah. But the whole movie looks exactly like the first Spider Man. It's like yeah. we're gonna watch it again. We just we just got it. Like what? We we really don't need a whole new Spider Man revamp. <coughs> and I do have to say, the first person view where he's walking around the city on his hand yeah. annoyed the crap out of me. I just okay. thought it was terrible. Okay, video, video gamey. Yeah, yeah, real video gamey. Real I'd heard gimmicky, that criticism a lot. Yeah, and uh, just did not did not care for it. And that British guy as the lizard, Reese Evans. Terrible, terrible choice. Wait, isn't that Mister Fantastic? No, no that's Yoan no, Griffith. That's Yoan, whatever. Yoan Griffith. I mean that that Reese Fantastic. guy, whatever, is a great actor. Weird I like him name. in other things I've seen him in. Either way, but as the lizard, as Doctor Kurt Connors, uh, no. Okay, that's kind of disappointing because who's the guy that played the lizard in the first three movies, but never Dylan actually Baker. became the lizard? Yeah. He's the Who, lizard in every movie, but he never becomes a lizard. And then when they have the lizard, he's not in the movie anymore. Yeah. And he, and he thanks, was a great guys. Kirk Connors. He yeah. was a really good Kirk mm-hmm. Connors. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Kirk Connors isn't British. No. 
No, he's not. See, always messing with our characters. Uh, the British. <laughs> anyway, the British <laughs> they taking Kurt Connors away from us. I, yeah, I like the British. <laughs> anyway, uh, was that so that was a good first random one. Yeah. yeah, the final one. Oh dear, I will leave on this. I paid. He's going to leave after this. <laughs> see you later, on. I paid. He's drop the mic. He has barbecue chicken. Guys. I paid to see Captain America again yes. this weekend, and it is just as fantastic as it is as the first time as I saw it was the first time as it is the second time. When we held each other and wept quietly in the dark. Ki- kind of. Yes. Yeah, that was. It good. is. I think now my favorite movie of the year so far. All Excellent. right. Awesome. I've got to go out and see that. It I is feel really fantastic. Behind. And uh-huh. here's the other thing. I've been I've seen a couple of my friends' posts on uh, Facebook. Like two people have been like. One guy was like Captain eh, America, and I was like, "You're an idiot." Didn't Salazar diss it? <laughs> no, it was somebody else. I don't know if Salazar dissed. He might have. I don't know. But he well, disses everything. And then somebody else was like, "I just saw Captain America. And that movie sucked." And I'm like, "Delete it. No more friends." So. Really? Like, we can have political differences, but wow. li- but not liking Captain America? Is I just I- feel like if you can't appreciate that movie, something's wrong with you. Okay. Political opinions are one thing, but opinion about Captain America <laughs> film <laughs> yeah. is serious, things, Derek. Okay. Things that matter. I'm just saying I'm, I feel I'm lucky that I totally love that film. So Did uh, we talk about WonderCon already? Ooh, oh, WonderCon? yeah. Oh, no. Let's go ahead and... Uh, Finish up on that we note. Have started of the podcast with that. I'm sorry, I totally forgot about that. So WonderCon, the convention that's been held in San Francisco for how many years? Like it was like since All of the them. 80s or something. No, yeah. no, that was an, it was in Oakland before. It, oh, okay, so only been in San Francisco for about seven or eight years. Okay, but the Bay Area What's for maybe ten. Is now moving to Anaheim. No, 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 wait, not moving. That has not actually been confirmed. I think it has been. No, I, it was what I read. It's not. It's not locked in. It's okay. not locked in. It's of there. where they're moving. They have to move this year because for one year because Moscone Center is under construction. But the should location move to San Jose. Exactly. Yes. Let's should. start that petition. The, Who do we need to talk to? We San have a Jose giant convention center. The San Jose Convention Center would be absolutely great for yes. it. And the only thing I can think is they're going, well, we've already had that Big Wow Conquest, but it's not the same thing. No, I like no. Big Wow, but that was a small, tiny but portion. But Big Wow could maybe partner up with them. No. Okay. No. No, but They need, need to put it in the convention center, not the tent next to the convention center, and not a small room at the convention center. But down on the floor. The whole yes. thing Yep. Could be it's good fit. Plenty big, <laughs> absolutely. And if you had to spill over, you could spill over into the hotels. There are conference rooms all around that place. Oh, dude, that place has got. I mean, when we, they've got big screening rooms. They got little screening rooms. They could do all their panels. Yeah, I mean, there. Yep. Fanime used a ton of. Oh, Fanime proved that you can have a giant convention at yep. the San Jose Convention Center. So, but if they go to, I mean, going to Anaheim, I, I, that's so just, Derek, find out who we need to get on the phone with. And, we uh, need to call uh, Eddie, to call Eddie Ibrahim. San Jose City Hall. Eddie Ibrahim or, uh, oh, okay, we need to call the city. What, why, what am I, I? Because you're running the podcast, Derek. You're the host. You you're the leader. leader. Editor so I have to, you, you have the best phone voice. Uh, that's true. So I have to call. And you work downtown. This, <sighs> and you're a teacher at a high school that's Which, well respected. And you the act high school in plays. And, and you're a teacher. comic book industry no, the professional. High school is well respected. I don't know about you as a teacher. Yeah. <laughs> and your name's Derek. I don't know what that has to do with anything, but thanks. Sounds manly. And you it, have a very Irish last name. That is true. I still don't know what that has to do with anything, but okay. Uh, the answer to all this will be uh, unfold next week. Tune in next week. For Tune now. in next week after Derek finds out who we need to contact. <laughs> 
and to how. keep WonderCon in and the Bay And for area. now, uh, I'm going to say that uh, if you have any questions, comments, compliments, commentary, if you are the person we needed to contact, please write into editor at fanboyplanet.com. Uh, or sandpaper at fanboyplanet.com. Uh, until next week, this is Derek McCaw, editor-in-chief of fanboyplanet.com. This is Lon Lopez. Nobody writes to sandpaper anyway. No, they don't. This is Nate Costa, editor-in-chief of Absolutely Nothing. Mm. <laughs> I and love that site. This is Rick Center reminding you to use your powers only for good. Those were good days. Those were good days. And thanks once again to the great Luke Ski for use of his music in this podcast. Visit Luke Ski at www.lukeski.com.